Hi everyone, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and today are you interested in making a soft fabric covered journal that's super easy? I'm going to show you a way to do it that even the uh, basic sewer will be thrilled to see because it's not that hard at all. And I'm going to show you lots of tips and tricks to make it super easy along the way. Okay, so basically this is the prototype and this one is a super simple design. Uh, it is attached at the spine by an eyelet here and an eyelet here and a simple piece of trim. I think I got this at the Dollar Tree. Uh, the material I got at Goodwill, I got this whole big chunk of it. It was like a um, uh, upholstery fabric, uh, but it was for only 99 cents. And I thought, oh, that would be perfect. And so here's the cover and it's got just 25 different blank pages on the inside. Now when you, and it's tied in the center and uh, you can never remove this tie or you can remove it or undo it to release your pages, but your pages will come out of here. So it's a traveler's notebook style so that you can put new, a new chunk of papers in. And this one will easily hold 25 full pages folded in half. That gives you 100 pages front and back. You always multiply your full pages by four and that tells you how many front and back, fronts and backs you have. So there you go. There's some simple math. Love that. And uh, an easy way to put a little uh, pen uh, holder. You can put it in the front or in the back or on the back of the cover or on the front of the cover, however you like it. Totally your choice. And uh, I'll show you how to make that too. But these are very easy. They're very soft. They're very like they have that squish factor and uh, they feel great in the hand. And um, uh, I want to show you how to make these. Okay. So here's another example of one. This one is a, um, I would say one level up. And if you, you have uh, um, some uh, ability to sew or if you've ever sewed a pillow or a pillowcase, this one is for you. And uh, I'm going to demonstrate the first one, but basically it's the same idea, except you're going to sew your pieces inside out, sew around, and then leave a little space. And then you're going to tuck everything through the hole and, and, and evert the entire thing. And uh, uh, you're going to have what looks like a pillowcase and then or a pillow and then you're just going to go around and sew the edges down to give yourself a little border trim. See, I was learning here. I'm not very good. I'm not a very good seamstress or sewer and I don't claim to be um, and I don't play on TV either. Uh, so basically, um, uh, and if I can do this, anybody can do this. But I can tell you these things. I just I just love the way they feel in the hand. They're, they're so neat. Um, OK, so let's get to it. Very easy process. The biggest step is just making the cover because the inside is super simple and you're going to love that. So stay tuned for that. Let me get you organized. And what I use for the very inside is I use felt and you can you I just use regular felt. This is like regular thickness felt, I guess. Uh, but I always use like a thicker felt. Don't go for the super skinny stuff. And what makes it even better is if you double the felt. So um, that would make it a little bit thicker. And the reason why you want to put a little bit more thickness in the cover. It, it is, it doesn't have any structure to it, but you want some structure to it. So it's not super like waving in the wind floppy. You want a little bit of structure. So kind of decide how thick you want it. And I would lean a little more towards the thicker, the better. Okay. So my upholstery material is a little bit thicker than normal. My felt, I'm going to double up to get a little bit of extra thickness. I made a boo-boo on this one and I'll show you that, a bluebird, and um, I'll show you how not to do that. <laughs> okay, but it's it really, everything came out okay in the wash. There we go. All right. So first of all, let me just back up here so you can see better. Okay. You don't need to see my belly. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Um, let's go ahead and the size I want to do is a 
I usually work with pages that are eight and a half by 11, okay? So when I fold those in half, that fits very comfortably into a nine by six, uh, nine by six journal cover size, okay? What it doesn't take into account is the spine. So let's not worry about the spine right now, but what I wanna tell you is you wanna have your dimensions for your journal bigger than whatever your page size is going to be. So as you can see, this page size fits nicely onto uh, into this journal. It doesn't account for the spine, but it does sit nicely here. So that means if I haven't accounted for the spine, I'm going to need extra material to account for the spine. So I want to go a little wider than I think, because I might be putting 25 pages in here, which is, I think, a nice, a nice number. Um, so you're probably looking at at least two inches or so just for the spine. Okay. Another thing to consider is we're going to do a zigzag stitch a very basic uh, stitch around the outside. And then you're gonna cut beyond with pinking shears uh, uh, the uh, outside of the zigzag stitch. So you have to accommodate for extra going to the side and extra going to the top. Okay, so initially what we need to do is get our um, uh, flannel, oh, flannel, uh, our fleet, what is this stuff called? Flannel, yeah, um, <laughs> felt, thank you. <laughs> Okay, get our felt cut, okay? And uh, I'm not a big lover of ironing. I know I'm gonna have uh, seamstress toes curling out there, but just bear with me because this is supposed to be a fun and easy project. Okay, so what I wanna do is just square it up and I want to have, these are my pages. I'm just gonna put them down for a thing. I want to have my felt extend beyond this way and, and beyond that way from the edge of the paper, okay? So you have to make sure of that. So, um, uh, because you're going to need to accommodate the spine and that little extra hangover beyond the zigzags. Okay, so I would recommend getting a pen or a marker or something and taking... Now, felt's not going to be seen, so it's okay to do whatever you want to it, okay? I'm just going to pull this down here. Let me see if I can just pick out the bottom where I want it to be. Okay, so I would say for safety's sake, at this point in the game, you want to go at least two inches that way and two inches that way and maybe a couple inches that way and a couple inches that way um, to make sure that you have enough material, okay? So let's just do the easy measuring. Now I'm using my craft mat because it helps me uh, measure more easily and more quickly. Okay, so that tells me I've got two blocks here. I'm one inch, there's one inch, two inch, and then my paper starts, okay? One in, okay, here's my edge of my paper. One inch, two inch. So I am going to line this up here. And I, I don't know if everybody has a rotary cutter. If you have a rotary cutter, where's my rotary cutter? Here it is. You can just come along. I, I'll, I'll show you one of each. I haven't actually done this with the rotary cutter here, right here yet. So let's see how it goes. All right, I'm just cutting. Going very slow. Okay, this is a rotary cutter. Okay, did I cut? Oh yeah, I did pretty good. All right, so we got that, so that's easy, but let's say you don't have a rotary cutter. Okay, that can happen in life, right? Yeah, not everybody's got a rotary cutter. Okay, so let's rotate this because we're gonna cut the next one. There, we're gonna go two blocks in because that's two inches, and then two blocks down. Okay, and this is a lot of extra felt I'm working with here. So, I mean, I'm, I'm giving ourselves a lot of extra so we have room to play. 
And uh, we're going to go two blocks north. And, I, and I'm going to measure the line up down here and the line up down here. That means I'm straight because I'm, I'm squared in the corner here. I'm pretty straight. Th this project, you can kind of fudge the accuracy just a little bit, or at least in my world. And I call that, um, you know, handmade. And I'm just going to take a marker or this is some kind of fountain pen, but you can use a regular marker, um, something that will show up on your felt. And then you just pull out the old fashioned uh, fabric scissors or you can use regular scissors, doesn't matter. And just cut the line. And then you've got your, your first one down. So that's kind of easy, huh? No big deal. All right. So we've got that one. We'll move our scraps. And then we just need to cut the other one. Now I could have been smarter and doubled this up, but I didn't. <laughs> so I get to cut again. And I'm just gonna measure. These are, they're almost the same, but I, I'm, I might be a little short that way. Let me go this way. All right, here we go. Measuring it all up, measuring it all up. No, no, actually no measuring, just sizing it up. So that this one is also going to be, I'm gonna use this one as a template for the other one. And let's see, I'm gonna move it up a little bit more. Okay, there we go. No, no, I'm going to move it over a little bit more. Felt likes to grab onto itself. So you almost don't need pins because it grabs onto itself so well. Okay, so now um, I think you can see this, but I'm just going to follow the line with my scissors because I think that's the easiest way to do it. It's going to get me pretty darn close. And I am going to be trimming some of this off so it doesn't have to be perfect. Perfect, Because uh, remember when I, I do the zigzag stitch and then do my trim, the edges are going to come off. So basically you just want basic giant rectangles that are at least two inches wider on either side and two inches taller upper and lower on your for your felt compared to your size of paper that you're going to use i like to use the uh, uh, that size paper because it's very easy just to fold those in half okay so now we have this so now how are we going to get these stuck together i mean there's uh, we could not stick them together because they like to grab each other, which is great. But I think I might put down because I don't want run around while I'm uh, working. I'm just going to use some Scotch Create fabric glue, not fabric glue, uh, glue stick. It, um, you can use any glue stick here. Honestly, it doesn't matter because we're just using this to tack this in place so it doesn't run around on us. Okay. Okay. Just a little bit there. And you can use Fabrifix, you can use uh, white glue, doesn't matter because it's going on the inside and it won't show. And we're just using that to adhere these two pups together. Okay, squish, official squish, and we are all together. So that's actually a nice thickness. I'm liking that, liking that, yes. And now I'm going to take my fabric and I'm going to want to cut a piece, I need two pieces actually, I have more over there. Don't worry, I have more. <laughs> uh, this fabric is two-sided, so you might want to decide what is going to be your inside and what is going to be your outside. So the mistake I made before was I wanted this side to be the inside and this side to be the outside, but in the magic of my creation, they're both the same on the outside. So I bet you can figure out how that happened, but if not, we will uh, just uh, walk you through that so it doesn't happen to you too. And most fabrics, I mean, I guess they do always have a right and a wrong side or may look a little different, but not all, just depends. Okay, um, Okay. so you might want to pick, okay, where do I want my design? If you have a design, kind of pick, all right, this is going to be my front cover, folding like that, so it's going to be my front cover. 
what's going to be on this side will be what shows up on the front. So you may want to position things so you have a pretty picture on the front. This is going to be my inside though. If I'm using the lighter color on the inside, then this would be the inside cover. That would be the, on the front, this would be the inside cover on the back. So let's just say we're doing that right now. Okay, so I'm just kind of lining it up here. And I'm gonna do the same thing. Okay, do I have enough to do two? Probably not, probably do just shy of that. Oh, no, maybe, maybe I do. Okay, so maybe I'm just gonna cut it once because that might be easier or faster. I like efficiency around here. All right, well, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So, I've got enough there. Let me take that out. Let me fold this together. I gotta have enough of this one because that's the one that's gonna be showing. Okay, so let's put you here. Let's just make sure you fit. Yeah, you do. Look at that, miracle of miracles. Okay, we'll work with that. All right, so all I'm going to do then is cut up this side. Just follow it. Now, like I said, it doesn't have to be exact or perfect or pretty because this is going to be cut off, this edge, when we, after we sew it. And now I want to, let me make a mark. A very tiny mark. Do, 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 do. Okay. Nope. I'll get you in half exactly. Okay. Now, again, these are going to be cut off, so don't sweat about it because you see me putting marks on the, the fabric. Okay, it's okay. Settle down. <laughs> it works in my mind. I don't know if it's going to work in actuality. No, I think it should. Everything will be fine. Okay. And this is going to likely... Oh, I don't know. I think we're going to spill over into two videos, just FYI, ahead of time. Just want you to know. Uh, that may happen. If it doesn't, then, you know, that's awesome too. Okay, so now I see my top dot and my bottom dot. So all I need to do is grab my extra long ruler and I, I connect my top dot to my bottom dot. Okay. And uh, here you can use the, uh, I'll just show you this one again because it's right here. Slow and firm, slow and firm. Did we get all the way through? Almost. Because I'm not slow and firm enough. This was going over an edge. See that? That's just bad me. I'm going to come in here with the save. This is what I call the save. <laughs> just cut any that didn't quite go. And now seamstresses, feel free to chime in and let me know better ways to do this because I'm all about better ways. Not looking for accuracy, just looking for fun. Always retract. I know. I hear you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I have my innies and I have my outies. Okay, so here's my my innies are already glued together and life is good in the innie world. And now I have to use my great brain power to decide which is going to be the outside and the inside. So I wanna put this on here. Okay, okay. And uh, okay, let's say if I fold this over, that will be my front. And that's kind of pretty, I like that. I do, I like that. And it looks very different from this one because I used the other design. So that's kind of cool. I can, I can go with that. All right, but now, now I'm going to catch myself before I run off all hoggly-woggly. And I'm going to put this, what, let me double check. Yep, dark side. Now I'm going to put the light side on the inside. And that's going to be my inside. Okay, so I'm just doing this so I know. Okay. All right, so now I'm going to do the same thing with the glue. I'm going to come here. 
and I am going to just tack this puppy down. Just going to put some smooches down here. These are officially known as smooches. Yeah, just put those down so everybody stays in their proper locale when it comes time for the big sew. <laughs> and now, if you haven't made it over to your Goodwill to get your $20, should still work, pretty good workhorse machine, go for it. If you've been like, oh, I don't know if I should do it or not. Yes, yes, you should do it because it's a lot of fun. And uh, once you get past the bobbin, and once you get past threading your machine, all you need to really know for making journals for the basics are straight stitch and, and zigzag stitch. You don't have to know the zigzag, but it's very handy. And uh, I'll tell you why. Okay, let me make sure I have enough. I think I'm too low. See, this stuff isn't super grabby on the fabric. It will grab uh, fa some fabrics, but we want to make sure that this is nice okay so in a perfect world you would iron all this material first and that would be wonderful but in my world that's not going to happen okay so here we go and what happens is the the tightness of your book when you fill it up will pull out the wrinkles that's my answer to that okay <laughs> but if you're concerned iron your fabric okay so i did that and i'm just going to flip the whole thing over take off the this side this is the front because it's the dark side Make sure you make a mental note of front and back when you're working with your stuff. And put some smoochies down. Is that the same word? I don't know. <laughs> but go ahead and put some smoochies down. Now this is migrating and moving the felt a little bit, so kind of know that when I do that. But uh, it's not so bad. Put the cap on. All right, so now we, we are in every little corner and life is good. And now we're just going to put down this pup, which is going to be the, let me just double check, light side. Oh, I want to go to the dark side. Okay, this side, dark side, that means that's going to be the front. Okay, here we go. And there we go. So I'm going to start from the center, push out, and smush it down. Smush those smoochies. All right. Oh, got a little shy there, but that's okay. Now we're going to take our test paper again, which is the 8.5 by 11 paper, and we're going to put it in the center. Okay. Now we're going to do this really fancy sewing technique. It's, it's, it's okay. Let's face it. It's very basic and anybody can do this and you need four pins. Okay. Resource four pins. You can do this. Get your paper, put it where you want it to be. Like in the middle somewhere. No, wait a minute. Yep. No, that's going to be the outside. So let's, let's do this. This is the inside. Now I'm looking at the inside. I don't know why we have to do it on this side first. It doesn't matter because we're just sewing the zigzags, but for some reason I just need to keep my insides and outsides straight. Okay, make it sure it's like equidistant on either side. Doesn't have to be exact because we are going to be trimming, but it's just better because you don't want to run out of material. So what you're going to do is you're going to come in here. Oh, that's got glue on it. We don't want to work with that one. Um, can't imagine how that happened around here. Okay, just pin it. Okay, just this has to be a loose pinning, nothing fancy or anything, but we're just wanting to make sure that when we do this, we're going to have enough material above and below. That's really the whole reason for this. Okay, I guess I'm almost using this like a pattern. Let me get one more pin, which is right here at the ready. Got it. Don't worry. I'm back in action. Okay. And this is going to help guide me on the machine. Okay. So now what I'm going to go do... No, no, I'm not going anywhere yet. i got to do one more measurement. And uh, with this one, what I did was I went beyond the edge and I wanted, I wanted to decide where to place my line so that I could sew over that line. And here's what I decided to do because I didn't want to get into too much measuring. I know 
that I have to accommodate for the spine. I know that my pages, my front and back covers um, are nine by six, okay? But I need to go um, a little farther than that because I haven't accommodated for the spine because the spine is built into this, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go at least, well, I would say an inch, at least an inch past all the way around, okay? And maybe for the, the width this way, I don't know if that's width, maybe that's the length, but um, the horizontal plane, <laughs> we're going to go about an inch and a half because we want to accommodate for that spine. That's the whole reason why we're adding extra here. Okay, so I'm going to take my little, doesn't matter, I can use this. Okay, so I am going to make some marks. Take you and come over. Oh, I'd say let's do an inch and a half. That'll be very safe. We can always cut off some, but just remember if you're gonna sew there, let me feel. I think we, maybe we should go a little closer than that. I don't think we're gonna need that much room. Let's do an inch on either side. Yes, let's do an inch. I don't make it too fat. That will give us lots of room for the spine. Marking over one inch from the paper. No biggie, okay. My dot so I can see it. Use a marker, use a pen, use a pencil, doesn't matter as long as you can see the dot. Then you align your two one inch dots, okay? And make a mark. You can use a, a chalk if you wanna do that. There's sewing chalk, but it's not necessary because uh, we're gonna sew right over that line. Okay, now we're gonna do the exact same thing over here. One inch. All right and a one inch and we're going to make that line connecting the two dots very easy anybody can do this okay one there and one there okay here we go okay so we have a line there and then we're going to do um i would say Let's do a good one inch above and one inch below. And the reason why I wanna make sure that you have enough room there, it's because your eyelet, let me just show you this with a better view. Your eyelet has to be placed above where your pages start. And the bottom eyelet has to be placed below where your pages start. So you do need a good, like an inch is very comfortable down there. Okay, so I think we're gonna go with an inch there as well. Um, now I feel like I shorted it in the middle. Um, okay. So let's go an inch above. And I'll put all my dots down first. How about that? One. Two. Three. Four. Now I'm worried I don't have enough on the sides because I'm not accommodating for the thing. So let me bump it back out to uh, one and a half inches. <laughs> I don't want to be short. Okay, so let's go back out to here and just make it one and a half inches. And we'll just pretend that first one inch never happened. Okay, there we go. Okay, we have that line. And I think we're going to come out to one and a half inches over here. There and there. Yep, one and a half. There we go. 
there and place that down. Yeah, one and a half on the sides and then one inch above and below for your lines. Okay, and now we're going to connect these two lines that we made. These are one inch above the top. Okay, and one inch below the bottom. Is that my dot? I think so. I've got blue fabric and blue, uh, yeah, that's it. Blue fabric and blue ink, so you might want to get a contrasting color. Like I said, it's not going to show because we're going to sew right over that line with a zigzag, so ouch. Don't stick yourself on your own pin. Okay, there we go. There we go, so we have the lines. All right, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over to my sewing machine and I am just going to do a big zigzag stitch. Um, I use uh, number four on my machine for the zigzag and I just use what I, I, I use whatever is already set at, which is like, it's that width. But you can make these wider, narrower, farther apart. You can play with all that fancy stuff or you can just do the way it is set on your machine, which is the super easy way. Okay, so I'm gonna go around and do a zigzag stitch beyond the paper. I do not need this in the middle anymore, so I can remove this piece of paper now. It was just a guide, just a pattern, and it served its duty, and we thank it very much, and we may incorporate it into a journal one day, but you go over there right now. Okay, here I go, be right back. Okay, um, yes, it looks like we're gonna have two parts at least in this video, so just be prepared for the rollover around 33 minutes going on to part two, and part two will be linked below in the drop-down box or at the end of the video for easy finding. Okay, so now at this point, all I have done is I've run around and I've done a um, zigzag stitch all the way around. My sewing is not the best, as you can see, but I like to call it handmade charm. Yes, okay, so that's how we get around that. And next thing you wanna have is a pair of uh, pinking shears. And the reason why we wanna pink the edges is because pinking will um, retard the growth of fraying. So your, your, your material will fray less if you pink it as opposed to straight cut it. Your material will fray less if you use a zigzag stitch versus a straight stitch. So those are two um, important basic sewing techniques that I kind of figured out, or not figured out, somebody taught me along the way. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so let's go ahead and just trim this. And I'm just going to leave approximately a quarter of an inch all the way around. And uh, here we go. So we're cutting right through the felt and right through both pieces of fabric. All right, if I could cut straight, it would be better. If there's any little oddballs, I can go and fix them at the end. Can you see? Yep. Okay, get that side cut off. It's better to use long strokes with the pinking shears, then you get more uniform pinks. <laughs> Otherwise, you might get half a pink here, half a pink there. <laughs> that kind of thing, but it's all good in the end. It's a little thicker with the, uh, little thicker with the double felt on the, this one, but uh, it does cut. And um, you can also get rotary cutters with a pinking edge if you want to do that. It's another option. Okay. And here we go, down this side. Yep. It's 
making sure I'm in the right spot. You guys can see, you guys can see good. All right, coming around. This is a this is quite the mountain. I haven't quite cut through this much uh, felt and stuff before, but uh, here I am going. Yeah, I, I would say the double felt is a good way to go here. And there's one other little trick if you don't want to fight with the felt. It is a little bit uh, cumbersome to cut here. Um, don't have your felt come out all the way. And have your felt lay inside and then the outer material lay over and only sew the over material together where your felt is interior to that. Um, that will be okay, just as long as there's not a huge distance between the edge of your felt and the stitch line. Should be just fine. That's a good way around that. I think I figured that one out on a previous journal somewhere, <laughs> somewhere back in the day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seem, you know, sewing and everything. I, there are so many skills in sewing and I'm a very basic, very basic seamstress. Um, yeah, no, no, I can't even call myself a seamstress. I'm somebody who owns a sewing machine. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. There, What's going on? Okay. And uh, home stretch here, almost there. And uh, I would say, I would highly recommend it because it just is so much fun and it adds so much to the possibilities of your journals. I'm getting a little bogged down here because it's so thick. Okay, getting at that, okay. I'm like four inches away. I can do this, I can do this. There we go. Oh. I don't know, maybe maybe my pinking shears need, uh, oh, there we go. We're happy at the end there. I just bogged down here for some reason. All right, we're free of all that. Put all your scraps aside because you can use those for lovelies later. Okay, now this is my inside. Whoop, there we go. This is my inside and this is my outside. So there, the cover is basically done. This cover is going to go like this. So this is going to be the front. Isn't that pretty? That's very pretty. Okay, so um, now I want to go ahead and place my eyelets and um, let me grab my eyelets. Okay, these are the three sixteenths eyelets and I'm going to be using my crocodile to set these eyelets and to punch the holes for the eyelets. So this is um, uh, uh, another good thing that the crocodile is for. The when you this guy moves back and forth when you pull him all the way to the front he controls the eyelet setter which is here. Okay and the eyelet setting that I always use let me show because this is always a question. Okay I use the roundy silver disc on the bottom and the silver thicker one on top. Okay, not this one. That's actually gold. Okay, see that's gold. You don't want that. You want the silver one and it's fatter. Okay, so you turn it around, slide it back in place. Make sure you've got the silver like flying saucer disc here. Okay, those two shall meet and that should squash your 16 and 3 inch eyelet. Okay, so um, first we need the holes. So we're going to punch the holes by sliding this all the way back to where it says 16 or 3 16 there. And that's the hole puncher. This controls, let me show you, this. Okay, if we move it up one notch, it controls the small one. But we want the big one because we're going to be threading a fat thing through it. So we want the fat eyelet and we want the fat um, hole to go with it. Okay, so we're going to do the holes first. Okay, here we go. It's no big deal. All right, we are going to align everything, figure out where middle is. Okay, 
Of course, we're not measuring. We're just folding and assessing. Okay, so now take that little. I'll take, I'm going to take a marker so you guys can see it. If you're having trouble seeing it sometimes. Okay, so now you, you kind of see where the center is. You want to be below your. Okay, here's what you want to do. Let's get our favorite eight and a half by 11 page out again, which is folded in the middle. Okay, so you want that to be in the middle of our book. Okay, and we want it to be enough above and enough below to put an eyelet here and an eyelet here. Okay, so that's basically what we want. Um, we are in the center. We're just checking. Everything is e even here. That's good. Okay, that down. Just make sure you have the same distance. Um, we checked with the paper. Now we know that that's going to fit inside nicely. Now we're going to do this again. All right. So up here, we got nice folded. See, there's my little mark. I want to be below that. Be below that boat here. Okay. Do the same thing at the bottom. Can you see? Oh, I'm real close for you. So sorry. Let me back up a little bit. Okay. Folding together here, looking in the bottom. Okay. We want to be, there's my middle. I can see it. And I want to be about down here. Okay. Because I have to be sure that my dot, my eyelet goes below, above the paper. I'll put dot there. Put dot there. Okay. I think you can see that, right? Can you see those dots? Yeah, I think so. Dot and dot. Okay. Now we're just going to go ahead and punch the holes. And we're on the 3 sixteenths. Okay. All the way back. That's going to troll the big one. Control the big chomper. All right. So now uh, what you're going to do, let me make sure my orientation is right. Yep. Going to take this dot and put it under the big hole in the back. And you, you're sitting down at the side of all this looking to make sure that the big hole, the puncher is going to come down on the big hole. And if you're looking from the side of the unit, let me show it to you this way. See, I'm looking here. See the, see the mark? And see, so we got to make sure that that goes right over the dot. So it's easier for me to, to do it while I'm sitting down this way. Okay, let me do that. Okay, so I'm watching it. And the puncher should come right over the dot. And all I do is punch down. It's not a hard punch, honestly. I'm going through all that material and I'm through. Okay. Gonna do the same thing on the other end, right over the dot. The big hole lining with the dot. That's how you know you're on target. And I punch and I'm through. There's my hole. There's my hole in the back. I might need to do a little tidying up back here of the hole. Sometimes some little frayings come through. Go ahead and just handle those now is a good time before you set your eyelet. So I just trimmed those off. Now we're going to set the eyelet. Okay, so now pay attention. You want to make sure that you're looking at your book from the outside. This is my outside front cover. Okay, so when I open it up, this is my front cover, my back cover. Let me see. Okay, there we go. And now I'm going to set these eyelets from the back. I want the nice side of the eyelet showing on the outside of the spine. Now I'm going to take this gizmo. I'm going to move that to the front because that's going to control the eyelet squasher. 
Yes, the eyelet setter. The eyelet squasher lives here. We've already got it set up with the big silver and the flying disc. And now we're just going to insert. Make sure that that little nipple goes right into the hole of the eyelet and you press down. It's not a super hard press, it's a firm press, but you get this. See, that's a good eyelet set. Okay, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. And once you get these eyelets down, it's like, oh, I could do eyelets in so many things. Yes, yes, you can, you can. <laughs> there are so many things you can do with eyelets. So same procedure, just make sure the nipple goes through the little hole, squash, and your eyelet is set, no big deal. Okay, all right. So that's our basic shape. This has that, you know, looks like granny made it look, and that's what I like, so it works out perfectly for me. Um, if you want to be more precise, you can certainly use fabric trimmers and all sorts of stuff to get more accurate uh, lines and stuff like that. But, you know, we're just doing demonstration purposes here. Okay, and next we're going to um, place our um, uh, anchoring trim. All right, I've got this trim. I believe I got this from the Dollar Tree on a roll, uh, but this is easily accessible in any Walmart or Dollar Tree or online anywhere. Um, and I would say it is about uh, maybe a half inch thick, but you can, because the eyelets are so big, you can get a pretty decent size something or other through there. You can use ribbon, you can use um, several um, pieces of yarn together to get a little extra strength. I mean, this, you're only limited by your imagination and you don't need a needle. It just goes through like that. Isn't that great? So what you wanna do, you want to pull through enough, okay, to tie the front. And let's say you want, I don't know, probably, this is probably much too long, maybe like a foot to stay over the front. Uh, and then I got to decide how much I want to come through the other way. So I want to make sure that I have enough. Don't cut too short or you won't be happy. But um, let's make sure we're all straight and nice on the back. Okay. Okay. And now we're going to tuck it through the hole all right got that i'm just gonna 